Today, we're going to meet with Mr. Josh Cohn. Josh is the Vice President of Mortgage and Lending at Tomasol National Bank, and he is going to talk and discuss mortgages, saving for a home, what do young people need to do to be ready to purchase a home, and how important is your credit score? Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned. Hello everyone, my name is Melvin Hugens and I am the Community Reinvestment Officer for Thomasville National Bank. And today I have with me Mr. Josh Cohn. Hey Josh, how you doing? Hey, good afternoon Melvin, I'm, I'm well. Uh, my name is Josh Cohn, I am a commercial lender uh, over at Thomasville National Bank. All right, Josh, thanks for stepping in with us today. And today I wanna to talk to middle and high school kids. So um, we're gonna to discuss today the question, if you were in middle or high school and you had the idea that you were not going to college and you were not going to, uh, uh, just going to be working here in Thomasville, but you wanted to kind of buy a house in five years and you're just giving yourself advice, what would you tell, what would your older self say to your younger self Okay. at that time with the knowledge that you have. So Josh is going to kind of share that from his perspective. And there are so many routes to where we are right now. There are, uh, there's a high school diploma, there's technical college, there's college, so many options out there now. We just want to kind of give advice about what it's like to be in a position to buy a house five years from now based on where you are. So Josh, how about you share with us what are some of the things that kids need to keep in mind? So, um, obviously, when you when you begin to look at buying a house, the first kind of question everyone wants to answer is, you know, how much house can I afford? Becomes kind of your first big question. So, um, I've skipped over uh, question two. What led you to your position? If we want to answer that, so. But he's gonna keep on going though. <laughs> You're so, good. Um, so the first question everyone wants to know is, you know, hey, how, how, how far can I go with what money I bring in monthly and, you know, kind of answering the question, how much house I can afford and kind of the answer to that question totally depends on monthly income, down payment, as well as your credit score. But I would say arguably the most important part of all of that while you're young is, kind of figuring out a good down payment number because without a down payment, you can have an 800 beacon score and great monthly income and you cannot qualify for a house because you can't pay a closing fee and you can't pay for an appraisal or an inspection or any of those items that come before you actually close on your house. So I know in my portfolio at the bank, I have everything from I have some vehicle loans to some mortgage loans all the way to commercial loans with millions of dollars of debt. So the biggest piece that I'm looking at when someone who's, whether they're young, old, whatever it is, is, hey, how much money do we have down? Because a down payment, in my opinion, shows that, you know, this is something that you've poured over and you've thought about and you've been diligent and this is a goal you set for yourself that, hey, I'm going to have X amount of dollars saved up before I buy a house. Um, and in my personal opinion, kind of 10 grand is a good starting point. Um, you may not need that much, 
But you may find that, um, you know, that may be more than you need, but it's always good to have a cushion because when you buy a house, inevitably things happen, whether it's the cost of moving or whether it's buying furniture or whether it is, you know, heaven forbid you, you know, hurricane comes through this time of year and you have to make some repairs or something along those lines. So 10 grand is always a really good number um, to kind of start out at as far as, you know, a savings account or something along those lines. So um, I would say that's kind of probably your best place to start out. Um, I hope that kind of yep, answers I think the question. That is great advice, <clears throat> Josh. And you covered a couple of phrases and terms right there. I want to go back and touch on. So if I was a middle school or high school student and I didn't understand what a beacon score is, okay. what, is a, what is a beacon score? Okay, so a beacon score or credit score is something that basically all financial institutions or banks go off of to kind of establish or show what your payment history is. So whether it's a cell phone bill or a cable bill or a credit card or a car loan or any of that stuff, all that payment history gets reported on a beacon score. And so the higher your beacon score, the better your payment history is, the more likely you are to get favorable terms when you go to buy a house or when you go to buy a car or whatever it may be. So um, especially while you're young, this is a good thing to hit in, um, and you don't have a whole lot of track record, it's not so much the good that helps you as much as the bad payment history hurts you. When you have not a whole lot of track record, your the bad payment history is amplified much more than good payment history is you know kind of shined a light on so to speak sure so if you have you know i know several people when they go to live on their own so to speak and you have a dispute whether it's verizon and you're disputing 80 bucks on your you know cell phone that i don't you know i don't think i owe you or it's a cable box that you didn't return to a cable service or something like that all those things get reported on your credit score and while you're young and you may not have but a credit card or a car loan or something along those lines any negative credit history really impacts you negatively okay all right so here's a hypothetical josh and maybe this can help students understand better so hypothetically i apply to go to the university of georgia i get accepted i get there and I find a company offering me a credit card to help me do to pay for expenses. So I choose to pursue that credit card. I find that several months into it, I can't make my monthly payments. That works against me in the future. So what advice would you give me as a high schooler slash college kid what would you say would be the best advice about having a credit card as I look towards the future? Sure. So I did not have a credit card until I started working at the bank, which is probably a good thing um, because I would, have been, I would have been nowhere near diligent enough with it. Um, and I would have had to make a phone call to probably cure some, some debt. So um, I would say as a general rule, a credit card can be, you know, it's it can be a great way to build credit, but it can also, you can get upside down in a hurry on it. So I would say as a general rule, to try to keep no more on a credit card than you average in your checking account monthly. So if you, you know, if your monthly checking account balance is 
500 bucks, make sure that your credit card balance is never more than $500. If your checking account's $100, never make sure that you have more than $100 on that credit card at any given time because, you know, whether the interest bill is going to come due at some point. So that's always a good thing to try to stay out ahead of. But I would say just as a general rule, make sure you have no more than what you average in your checking account monthly on a credit card at any one time. Okay, great advice, great advice. So let's go down to middle school students who are just hearing this, they get a chance to kind of make decisions because they're not giving credit <coughs> cards to middle school students yet. But <laughs> let's just say I'm a middle school student and I hear you talking about the importance of a good beacon score, mm-hmm. the fact that you have savings to purchase a house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for a middle school student who feels, hey, I know college is not for me, but I know I'm going to work on my father's farm or I'm going to work at one community organization or I'm just going to stay here in Thomasville, find a job and that's what I'm going to do. What would you advise a middle school student who just knew, felt in his heart, that is where they were? What would you advise them about saving for a possible house down the road? Okay, so yeah, all right. So let's say you get a job. I guess you're going to get your first job probably around 15 or 16, probably about the time you can start driving. So, you know, until you really get to that point, um, and I guess, you know, girls can babysit younger than that, but... Sure. Generally speaking, you know, you can get a checking account or a savings account as a minor um, under the age of 18 uh, with your parents on there as well. So, you know, maybe you, you know, like you said, work on a family farm or something like that during the summer or, you know, I don't know, you have a summer job or something like that. Or when at some point you'll be old enough and maybe you have a job and you drive to it or whatever it may be. Um, The biggest thing that I would say is whether it's birthday money or a paycheck or whatever it may be, you know, there's, there's, you're never too young to start saving and you can never start early enough because whether you make, you know, you get your first job and whether you make a thousand dollars a month, or whether you make $10,000 a month, you know, it's prudent to start saving because the one thing that you can't replace the longer you go on throughout your working career, you can't replace time. You can always make, you know, there you can always make more money, but you can never save more money. You know, there's never too early to start saving because the the more you save, the earlier you save it, the more that money grows. Great advice, <coughs> great advice. And I guess the idea of being a good steward of what we're given, mm-hmm. that's a great way to, to say it. You save Absolutely. and you keep it and you let it grow and you make wise choices with it. Yeah. All right, so coming to our next question, Josh, and I think this was a, a great one, and you've kind of touched on this already. And the idea is that we help students begin to see, hey, adulthood is not too far away, and here are some things I can do now. If you had to get advice to a middle or high school student or a college freshman, okay. what would you advise them is probably the most important thing to do as they move forward. And you've kind of touched on this when you talk about savings, but sure. what do you think is the most important thing they need to do? Man, so I would say, regardless of your career track, whether you choose to go to college or tech school, or you just choose to go straight to work out of high school, um, you're always, your friend group is gonna kind of ebb and flow, and there's gonna be people that make more money than you, and there's gonna be people that you make more money than. 
But I would say the biggest thing that I wish someone would have told me at a younger age is it's not how much you make, it's what you spend. So if you make $1,000 a month and you save a little bit and you live within your means throughout your life, you're gonna be far better off than someone who makes a lot more money than you in theory, but they also spend a lot more money because obviously living within your means is just a good way to get through life. Sure. But at the same time, whether you're putting money, it can be in a savings account, it can be in an investment account, it can be in you know, some kind of retirement plan that your company may offer at some point, hopefully. Um, any savings you can get at any point is, is better than you know, spending it on, you know, whether it's $100 or $20 or whatever you can afford to save. Uh, I, I would stress, try to save something out of every paycheck. And if you have, um, again, because even if it's just going to a savings account, at some point, you know, life's going to happen and your car is going to break down or your air conditioner is going to need to be repaired. Absolutely. Or, you know, a pipe may burst in your home or something along those lines. So, um, again, it's not how much you make when you go through life, but it's what you, it's what you spend that uh, really kind of differentiates people, especially in the long term. Uh, it kind of catches up. Sure. So, um, I would say that's kind of probably something that's a pretty good thing to think about sure. going forward. Absolutely, absolutely. That's great advice, Josh. And uh, students, as you listen listen to this and kind of process through it, uh, just keep in mind the idea is the process. You know, financial perfection takes time, <laughs> and even then, it's hard. So. Uh, keep that in mind as you move forward. And then the last question I have for Josh today, we kind of talked, talked a little bit about his, uh, what he does here at Thomasville National Bank, but Josh, tell me how you got from high school to Thomasville National Bank. Okay, yeah, so I born and raised in Thomasville, uh, graduated from Thomas County Central in 2008, and then uh, Went off to school and uh, didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do as far as, uh, you know, job-wise goes. I was a business major, just general business administration degree. I figured that was a pretty safe umbrella to be under. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do something on the business track. And uh, I was not applied enough to uh, do anything much more than that from a, you know, biology or a science track. So business track was probably a safe bet for me. So uh, I graduated from uh, Mercer University in 2012 uh, with, a, I guess, a business administration degree, bachelor's degree. And uh, man, I graduated in May and um, I came to work at the bank in August. Really? So it's, yeah, the bank's the only, I say the only real job I've ever had. Oh, wow. So I've had some summer jobs and all that type of stuff throughout the years and I worked at my dad's uh, plant uh, off and on through college, but, uh, but yeah, I've been at the bank ever since. Sure. So, Absolutely. So you, at this point, are a veteran banker. I, I don't know about all that. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know about all that, but yeah, I guess I've been at it for, I guess, shoot, eight years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that makes you a veteran. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> well, Josh, thank you for uh, spending some time with us today. And um, thank you for sharing about uh, just giving students advice about the idea of purchasing a home and the importance of beacon scores, saving money, and being uh, wise and making payments to help with your credit score. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Robin. All right. That ends our podcast for today. And we will start again.
with our next podcast. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Thomasville National Bank Financial Literacy Podcast. Have a great day.